Hola, mi gente. What's good? Welcome to another episode of En La Mesa with me, your host, Carlos. I want to thank you for joining uh, my latest episode of my podcast. And I want to welcome each and every one of you to those who are listening on any of the streaming platforms as well as watching me on YouTube. Thank you so much. Let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. You know, I hope everyone's had a great week. Um, and I just want to thank you all for listening and following and providing support, um, whether it be through DMs and through chat or through email or even through text. I appreciate that. I appreciate the love. Thank you so much. Uh, let's jump into it. Uh, today's episode, right? Um, talking about contentment, right? And what we call chasing sunshines, right? Looking for the sun amongst the clouds, uh, trying to figure out how do you find a fulfilling life, right? How to be happy and in everything we do and life and in career and in love and in relationships. Uh, talking about all that. So uh, today's episode is all about that, right? Looking for contentment and happiness amongst the clouds. Um, and the storms that we have that we face on a day-to-day. And what I want to do is kind of just highlight some of the things that talks about this fulfillment in life, right, and contentment and being happy. Uh, If I had to ask each and every one of you that listen to this podcast, and if you look at yourself in the mirror, and honestly, the question of, are you happy uh, was to be presented to you? Can you look at yourself in the mirror? Can you look at yourself deep down inside and say, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy with everything that's going on. I'm happy how my life is moving. I'm happy with where I'm at financially. I'm happy with where I am relationship-wise. I'm happy with my family. I'm happy where my relationships are with my kids, with my spouse, uh, with my job, with my career. Can you honestly say that you're happy and content uh, with where you are. And when thinking about that, and when we look at the importance of that fulfillment of happiness and contentment in our lives, I know that uh, I try to find that every day in everything I do, uh, whether that be helping someone or being there for somebody or just spending time with my kids. Uh, I look in, I look for that as much as I can in my everyday life, right? Especially amongst the storms and the cloudiness of life, you know, I always try to find the little things in life that makes me happy. I know I'm very much a proponent of taking things small instead of taking things big. Um, That makes any sense is approaching things that's in front of me at the moment and ensuring that I'm not taking on more than what I can handle. Though sometimes, you know, we're human. I do take on a lot of responsibility that actually puts a lot of that pressure on me or puts a lot of that pressure. So what I talk about in terms of the importance to me, I'm talking about taking walks, right? I love to take walks. I like to do things that kind of free my mind up from the stress and, you know, make me happy, especially uh, living out in Long Island. Uh, You have the North Shore, you know, you get to hike a lot and you get to see a lot of things that are bring peace and bring you a little bit of joy, especially when you're walking around lakes and some of these hikes. I noticed to appreciate uh, the beauties of nature and the, the small things that are 
given to me. So that's one of the things that I love to do. Uh, and then when I think about another personal uh, antidote about find what fulfills me, what fulfills me, sorry, uh, uh, is I don't know about you, but I love to go food shopping. For some reason, that's an unexpected place that I love to go to just to be at peace. And it brings me joy, actually. That's one place where, I, to be honest, I can actually go shopping, food shopping on my own. And I find so much relaxation. I don't know why. I think, I don't know if it's just disconnecting from everything and just looking at food prices as expensive as they are. Uh, but no, but food shopping actually... Uh, is definitely a place that I find peace, whether it goes to the supermarket or to one of the major wholesalers like Costco or BJ's. I find fulfillment in going to those places on my own. And it's funny how when I speak to people or I speak to my own therapist and she asks me, you know, what do you do to find content? Right? What do you do to find time for yourself or happiness? You know, I've always had a hard time figuring that out. Like, what is it? And then I realized that, man, I like going food shopping. I can get in the car by myself and go to any of these stores and just walk them down the aisles. And that brings me some joy and brings me some peace. So um, that's, to me, is an unexpected place where I can find some joy and happiness. Uh, so you'd be surprised. Uh, so ask yourself that. Like, where are the places that I go to? Where do I go to find fulfillment right what what fulfills me do i go to the gym or do i go to the mall or do i go shopping or do i go to church or do i go help others or do i go help out in the pantry or maybe just go watch a movie by myself right some people enjoy that so think about that but also think about your goals right those goals that you're looking to um get to uh in the search of uh contentment and being more happy and having a meaningful happy life or having some meaning behind joy right because some of us go through our struggles and go through our day-to-day -day and i think we forget that the little things in life whether it be our kids or whether it be our job or whether it be the little wins we get here and there those are some of the things that should be bringing us joy instead of looking at those bigger pictures like you know uh, those big wins right that we sometimes search for uh that sometimes can um mask the little wins, um, especially the small ones. I think sometimes we need to celebrate those small wins to kind of bring us that little bit of joy. I know I celebrate the little small ones and I love uh, those little wins because those little wins are also, to me, uh, important. Uh, those bring me joys, especially when it comes to something with work, when it comes to something with my kids in school. I definitely enjoy well, sports. I definitely enjoy those little uh, success stories or um, activities that bring me some content, especially when I see my kids being successful and enjoying themselves uh, and the little things that they do. So let's talk about defining what fulfillment is, right? Let's, let's look at the definition of fulfillment, and we'll explore that concept of fulfillment and what that entails to you, right? And I think fulfillment, it varies, right? I think it varies from one person to another. How do you, be, how do you feel fulfilled in your life? How do you feel fulfilled in the things that you do? 
Uh, and then we talk about different types of the fulfillment, right? Uh, and the feelings that you feel when you talk about those life goals, right? When you achieve those life goals, you know, how fulfilling those things are. That's thing about graduating high school, going to college, or joining the military and getting your degree, or being a successful military career, or getting that college degree you want, right? Those personal goals, saving up for a brand new car, for a house, right? We all have different levels of fulfillment, and it, and it definitely... We celebrate them differently, especially when we think about culturally, right? Some of us, as kids, our parents were like, you need to go to school, you need to go to school, I want you to have a great job, I want you to become a doctor, I want you to become a lawyer, I want you to become a nurse, a pilot, you know, something really successful, right? So we've, as a young age, have been instilled those values of the fulfillment was really like you need to get to school and graduate, right? And I think those fulfillment goals really weren't for us as much as they were for our parents. Uh, and this is in my uh, honest opinion, right? Because uh, we were instilled in us that this is what we wanted to do. You need to become this. You need to become that. But really, fulfilling your and achieving your life goals has to be something that is um, instilled in what you want, right? And what you love to do. What is it that you feel would guide you in life to live a rich and fulfilling and uh, content life uh, as you get older, right? So achieving those personal life goals, right, and making sure that you have those needs met are definitely uh, some concepts of fulfillment, and we think about that, right? What are the purposes behind a lot of these achievements that you're looking to um, gain and or make, right, the achievement of fulfillment, right? Uh, think about the self-acceptance of it, right? Like I said, you know, sometimes our life goals are sometimes driven by how we were raised, right? There was no room for failure. There's no room for acceptance. But finding the fulfillment of contentment is setting up these goals that you know you want to make or you know you want to become. I want to become this. I want to become that. Uh, and creating that purpose behind it, right? Because you want it, right? That's something that you strive for uh, because that is something that you love to do. And accepting it, right? That you know that this is the journey that it's going to take you to get to the end state, especially uh, what you know is going to make you happy, right? That's, like I said, buying a house, getting a car, uh, getting a Lamborghini or flying a plane or becoming a doctor or a lawyer, right? Those are the things that you have to set the purpose behind to fulfill that happiness, right? Because once we get there and we get to where we need to be, we're like, oh my God, this is the best feeling in the world, right? It's the best high you can ever feel because you've accomplished something that you wanted to do, not something that someone else um, was pushing you to. Uh, another thing is creating uh, these short-term and long-term fulfillment goals, right? And the definition between the short-term goals or the short-term goals, sorry, tongue twister there, and the long-term, if we look at it, is what, what are the things that you know that you can accomplish within a short span, a 30, 60, 90-day span, right? Maybe if you think about happiness, how many of us have bills? 
and loans that we have to pay. And then we're like, oh my God, this bill is due. I want to kind of get out of this loan or this bill that I have within 90 days, right? And setting those long-term, I mean, short-term uh, goals to kind of feel good about, oh my God, I got out of debt with this bill. Now I'm good. Or even I'm going to start going to the gym and I'm hopefully seeing results. My goal is to lose a certain amount of weight by 90 days, right? Those could be short-term goals that you could set. And then we talk about the long-term goals. We talk about owning a home, saving for uh, a vacation of a lifetime, right? Something that you want to go to Bali, Thailand, Costa Rica, somewhere where you've never been before, right? Setting those long-term goals or saving for retirement, right? Long-term fulfillment goals, right? I want to be a millionaire by the time I get to retirement age. And then we talk about other goals with life, right? When you talk about contentment and happiness, right? I want to have a family. I want to be happy. I want to have my own kids. I want to have a spouse. I want to have my own home. Setting those goals from a long-term perspective of what that looks like for me between two to five years, two to six years, right? What do I have to do or what am I looking for? Am I going to start looking for a partner that's going to meet my uh, criteria or meet my goals because I want to be happy? You know, I want to be fulfilled in that state or even a career. You know, I'm now currently working in this role. I'm only going to be here in two years. And in two years, what does that look like for me? Am I still going to be happy where I'm at? Or I need to look to uh, expand my wings or expand my horizons to look for something that I really want to do? Because, you know, I, again, I went to school and I fulfilled that personal goal of becoming the doctor, becoming a lawyer, becoming that career-centric uh, person that I want to make sure that I'm actually working in my field of study that I did. So creating those short-term and long-term goals and identifying those passions for those um, goals is critical to being fulfillment, right? finding that fulfillment and pushing yourself to um, creating those strategies to begin that fulfilling life, right? To being happy and content, right? And again, some of these things are may have challenges, right? Because some of the short-term goals are like, really, how am I going to do this? Or oh, I got to join a gym, so there's an expense. Or maybe if I go for walks, so, but what about when it rains? So is creating these goals for happiness in the midst of potentially, right, what could be a storm in your life or it could be some cloudy days in your life, but not allowing it to hold you back, right? It's continue to move forward. And sometimes when I think about these things, I think about vision boards, right? Creating vision boards. And I know a lot of us probably have vision boards in our offices, in our homes, in our living rooms, and focusing on those goals, right? I want to take that trip. I want to be successful for my kids. I want to be successful for myself. Uh, I have an MBA or PhD up there on my vision board. I have traveling, right? I have airplanes. I have uh, money, right? That's my goals. And trying to create those. Uh, strategies and those kind of what we call affirmations uh, to come at hand. But a good way to do that is adding those to like your short-term and long-term um, fulfillment goals to kind of help you identify what can you do today versus what's going to take some time to get to, right? But at the end state, it's still fulfilling uh, that goal you have in mind to be happy, right? Uh, which we all want to be, right? We all want to be happy. We all want to be excited for life and we want to have you know all the money in the world uh, and all the happiness in the world you know 
So let's start identifying some of these personal pa uh, passions, right? And some of these ways to strategize, right? And one of the strategies I think is having passion for what you love to do. Uh, if there's something that you love to do, there's something that you're good at, and you know that makes you happy and you do it, whether that's helping people, you know, being a caretaker for an elderly, um, coaching your kids' teams or sports or events or uh, at school or whether outside of school, uh, maybe you're um, good at helping your partner with chores or helping your partner with maybe their, their struggles, right, with their tasks. And, working together in a partnership, right? Looking at what those passions, those things that you have passion about is one way to create a strategy to getting where you need to get to from a fulfillment perspective, right? Thinking about what brings you joy, right? Think about it. If, do you have any? Do you have really any of those um, passionate, fulfilling um extracurricular activities that you do outside of the normal working, being a parent or being a spouse or just having a career? Do you have anything that you do outside of work or outside of your normal day-to-day -day that you say bring you joy, whether it's joining a club, um, a book club, or you know, having a group of friends that you just sit around and just chat and meet maybe once every other week or once a month? Do you have Anything that you can say honestly today brings you joy. I know that uh, as part of this conversation, I decided to um, read an article on betterup.com. And there was a link there that says how to find your passion. <clears throat> and I'll provide the link on my post. And it'll be available on my YouTube as well. Uh, and the blog that says how to find my passion. And it, I was surprised to see that a lot of my passion comes from helping others, right? And I think I've always been that way since I was a kid and um, being young and working at the Botanical Gardens as a counselor, helping kids learn how to grow vegetables, to coaching my kids' teams, to being part of the Cub Scouts, to uh, Boy Scouts, to pretty much even today in my uh, church, right, where you volunteer and you help and you help others within your parish to uh, get closer spiritually, right, to God. So find out what your passions are, right? I, I would challenge you all to take the quiz and see what are the differences in personalities that the personality trait has to offer, and then jot down your results. And what I would do, recommend to do, is start looking at what are the things that bring you joy? And if it does kind of align with where you are right now, start creating those strategies, start creating those goals, start creating uh, what interests you and what hobbies you have to start looking into, right? Sometimes I think we have so many things we want to do, but we say we don't have time. We don't have time. Uh, I know I try to make time for a lot of things I try to do. Uh, sometimes I am up late and sometimes I'm not up late. and um, sometimes I'll make time like for the podcast or for, you know, helping my son out with his music, uh, or hockey. Um, so it's finding the time that you feel is voided that maybe, oh, I could be sleeping or resting or maybe saying, you know, maybe I'll take an hour or two to 
work on this hobby I want to do. I've always wanted to do this. I wanted to become crocheting, or maybe I wanted to be a painter. And sometimes you realize, why, like, wow, I'm happy I did it, right? You start to find that joy in, in, in doing something you like to do. Um, so think about that, right? I, I challenge you all to take that test um, and quiz and see where your personalities lie, right? And I want you to reflect on the interests and hobbies that you love to do. I want you to really think about those things. Write them down. And think about the ones that are easy to start, right? Whether it's going to a pottery class or going to a, uh, a paint and sip, right? And wanting to learn how to paint and at the same time having a glass of wine or so. Or even if it's just, you know, working at the animal shelter and helping dogs find forever homes. Uh, there's a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of things that we can find ourselves doing. Uh, if we really kind of put our mind and hearts to it. And then the other thing is um, setting those goals towards those passions, right, that you have. Uh, I'm going to start taking more walks every day. And the goal is to go out to walk twice a day, once in the morning and once towards the evening. Set those goals, right? Start setting those. I'm going to go to an art class. I see that there's one every every month. I'm going to at least go once every other month, right? Think about short-term and long-term goals, right? Oh, there's a class I want to take, but it's going to require me to do it at night. Okay, take the class for this one semester. See how you do. If you like it, then you start thinking about expanding and going long-term. Okay, I love this. Now I feel like I can involve myself in this more, and I, I can make the time for it. And then there's the overall, my kids. How do I spend time with my kids more? Get involved in their school events so that way they are more present. Or in their events so they are more present. Or even, okay, I'm going to make it a movie night every other Friday with my partner. Right? So that way you're now finding joy in what you love to do. Right? I love to go to the movies. I love to sit down and read a book. I want to schedule, schedule time for that. And setting those goals kind of help you find that fulfillment because you start to feel good, right? You start to know, oh, my God, I'm going to the gym three days a week. And I feel so good after I go to the gym. Or I'm going to help others and work at a pantry. And I'm feeling good because guess what? I know families are not going to go hungry to this week because I helped out in the pantry. Or I participate in my son's event or my daughter's school event, and I feel good because I can see the joy in my kids' face when they see me there, and they see that it's a success. Or I went and took my spouse or my partner out to dinner, and we went out made it a dinner night or a movie night or date night, and now I see the happiness in their face because guess what? I made time for that. Or I went for the walk because I was going to go twice a day. And I feel so healthy. I feel so better. I'm not so stressed. I let it kind of go. Or even from a career perspective, right? Making saying, you know what? I have an inbox full of emails. My goal is to go through half of those emails before the end of the day and ensure that my mailbox is shrunken because I know we can get a lot of emails and it can become very frustrating. Or even telling someone or your kids or your family members, right? Positive affirmations. Set those goals so you can feel good, right? 
And I think it all starts with us. And like I said, that's why I said, look at yourselves in the mirror and tell yourself, am I happy? Am I really content with where I'm at? Am I really content with the feeling of who I am? Because I think sometimes we tend to let everyday life kind of throw us off course. And that's why I said sometimes those storms and the clouds will come and it'll kind of derail you from those goals that you have set and those uh, paths that you have uh, in front of you, right? And the derailment doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to lose out to it or you um, that the joy is not there, right? The happiness is not at the end of the of that road. Those derailments sometimes are what we need to kind of remind us that we need to stay on path, right? That we have to kind of remember, I have these goals I'm looking to meet. I really want to get here, you know? And sometimes life will throw you those curveballs to kind of remind you that, oh, wait a minute. I'm not giving up on this. This is where I need to be. And sometimes it's hard, right? Sometimes it is difficult. Sometimes it's very, very hard. But always remember that during these moments when you're setting goals and when you're trying to find how to fulfill your life with joy, happiness, positive affirmations, positive people, good people, always remember that you have to leverage that exact thing the people, right? The people around you, the community that you build around you, your family, your kids, your spouse, even your job. If you have a good team or a good group of people that you work with, right? I would say work doesn't have to be boring. Work doesn't have to be stressful. What makes it stressful sometimes when we allow the stress to kind of take over our minds and our mood. And then we're like, oh, I didn't like this. So I'm not doing this. Forget it. You know? Especially when it comes to being feeling like you're being taken for granted. I think that's the biggest thing is where we start to see discouragement. Um, but again, staying focused on those goals that you want, right? Not allowing that. Maybe those little moments that you feel like, ah, oh, this is not, doesn't look like it's going to work for me. I, you know, it's not, not going to work. Find another way. Think of other ways that you can be positive or that positive um, energy can be brought. Maybe it's taking a break and going to sit down and watch a movie or read a book or maybe go for that walk, right? Think about the goals that you have set. Think about the things that you need to kind of help you remind you that um, that those goals are, although may seem far, you're only one more step closer to it, right? To achieving that uh, goal to feel fulfilled, right? And whether that be the words of affirmation that you give yourself or whether it be that board that you put together with all of the items that you have that you want uh, to achieve, keep always looking at that, right? Keep always looking at those things that uh, motivate you to continue uh, on your pursuit of happiness and contentment. I know for me, a lot of my goal-setting skills that I use are really strict, strictly on based on forcing myself to remind myself that, you know, a lot of the things you go through are temporary. Nothing's always permanent, right? What's permanent is the mood you put yourself in, right? What's permanent is where you find yourself at. Uh, but never... To never really feel like you are should be stuck where you are. I mean, I know sometimes I can get ahead of myself with certain things, and sometimes I may mentally put myself in a place where the stress would kind of get to me. So that's why I need to just sometimes take a step back 
settle myself, be grounded, and then start thinking about this is just short term. This is a little uh, divot in my path, but I know I'm going to continue straight forward in the road, right? To continue. So a lot of the habits is going for walks, right? Um, daily affirmations. Uh, a lot of what I'm doing right now is I am seeking my spiritual connection, right, with God. Um, so that's one thing that actually has been very helpful is is leveraging a lot of that to help me stay grounded and stay at task with those goals that I have set in front of me. And also, um, whatever whatever it is that brings me joy, Con making sure that I keep that close to me, because those are the things that kind of get me through those those days where the clouds are there or the storms around, right? And, and cultivating that uh, positive uh, habits towards the things that I'm passionate about. And not always going into it like I know it all. I'm not going into things that I know I'm the best or that this is going to be easy. I definitely go into a lot of these things and a lot of these uh, values and passions that I do is being humble, learning, right? Sitting down. Uh, like learning how to do this podcast has been one of the best things that I, I learned to be passionate about. And learning how to do clothing and designing. And uh, there's a lot that... I've had to sit down and learn, which is one thing I love to do, right? One of my passions is just sitting down and learning some things and learning. I may not get it right the first time, but I'm going to sit down and learn it the best way I can. And that's pretty much how I got even into the career of what I'm doing in technology today, right? It's been just practice, 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 and just continue to push myself. And I'm grateful that I never stopped, right? That I never stopped pursuing what I love to do. And it's creating that right and aligning that to my personal values especially when it comes to my kids and i kind of speak to them like you're not always going to get it right the first time and i tell that to my son who loves music right he loves to do music i said you're going to get a lot of no's before you get the yeses right and what you need to let those no's represent is that i just have to keep pushing what i love to do keep pushing what you love to do because there's a lot of things that you're going to get a nose for. You're going to get a lot of nose for, right? But as long as you're passionate about it, as long as you want it, it'll happen, right? It'll show up. Same thing I say with my son who plays hockey or my other son who wants to be a director. As long as you're passionate about it, who cares about what everybody else thinks of you? You got to do what you have to do. You got to push yourself. You got to enjoy it and enjoy it to a point that it's fun for you. And when you make it fun and you enjoy it, it starts to resonate and it starts to show in the things that you're doing. So think about those aligning those goals for those personal values. Think about what you do. What is it that you love to do that you really haven't showcased anybody, those skills or those things that you're passionate about. Uh, you know, I was watching a show yesterday and it was talking about a guy who was a makeup artist who became a chef at his own restaurant. Um, and he was talking about it and he was like, he loved to cook. And, um, but he was a stylist, a makeup artist in his career. And he ended up pivoting into becoming a chef and has one of the um, best Puerto Rican spots in uh, Brooklyn for food. Uh, so if you think about it, you know, that's a good way, a good story of how you can pivot, right, to doing something you love that's passionate, especially when sometimes we don't love what we do for work and we don't love how we, our lives are going, you know, and you have passion to do something, you know, give it a shot. And just set those goals, right? Okay, I'm going to start this business. I'm going to start this new idea or this new career. 
Maybe I started part-time. Maybe I started as a freelancer. Maybe I started as a full-time, right? So you need to think about those um, goals and how you set them and what's going to be short-term versus long-term. Um, other thing is creating positive habits, right? I think what we have to do is our mindset. Our mind has to be positive. And if we don't have a, a positive mindset and our minds are just all over the place and we are automatically our biggest critiquer, that's the other thing is, like I mentioned um, in my earlier podcast episodes, is that doing this podcast has been an eye-opener to me, right? Because I don't like the way I sound, right? I don't like the way I my voice. Um, and also complexion, right? I don't like sometimes the way I look. I, I start to judge myself and my facial expressions and my body language. And then I'm like, uh, okay, this is not for me. Uh, but creating that positive mindset and having folks kind of continue to speak to you and give you, you know, positive energy and messaging have, has pushed me beyond my boundary, right? Of being of my comfortable, my comfort boundary, right? So my mindset had to change in order to be able to do this. Just like my mindset had to change to be able to think that I could design clothing and come up with a clothing brand and or how that clothing brand started, right? It was, you know, a lot of work and effort and between me and my partner at the you know, at the time when we started the business, it was saying, you know, how do we do this? And it was a lot of effort and putting that work into the clothing line. Uh, so it's a lot of learning and a lot of, okay, how do we do it? And then looking at other people's work and then comparing it to mine, I'm, you get in your mindset like, oh, this is not going to work. This is not, I don't see myself doing this. This is just too hard. Uh, but your mindset has to be positive, right? you got to be like, yo, this is dope. And believe in your work. Forget about what everybody else thinks, right? And that's the one thing that I learned is that I'm not going to care about what it looks like to others. I'm going to care about what it looks like to me. Because if I believe in my work, somebody else is going to believe in it. And somebody's going to be like, wow, that is a dope design. Well, Carlos, this podcast episode is off the chain. Like I said, my goal with, with even with the podcast is just to be able to reach people, right? The fulfilling part is knowing that somebody's listening to this podcast and saying, man, I could relate to this. So getting in that positive mindset, getting your mind to a place that it doesn't matter who it reaches, right? It doesn't matter if it's reaching 20 people or even one person, or if that somebody's going to buy just one shirt of my design. Is that just that one person bought it or that I got one person to listen to the podcast, right? So my mindset is that's where it's at, is that I don't care about the, what's outside, all the noise, right? I care about who I'm reaching. I care about what my message is going to uh, accomplish and whose mind and heart is going to feel the message and be like, wow, you helped me push myself to wanting to do this. So those are my goals, right? Those are the goals that I have in mind. And then being, being grateful, having that impact of gratitude in everything I do, no matter how big, no matter how small, no matter how it comes, it's always being grateful. And that's one thing I, I, I I strive for, right, is at the end of the day is that I may not have all the chips and all the bells and whistles and all the best technology or the tools that I need, but I'm grateful for what I have and how I have to do it. And I'll get there. I'll get to where I need to get to uh, with the small tools that I have, right? And I'm very savvy when it comes to being able to use what I have from my technology, from the tools I need to design, from... Uh, just using a tablet or just using a phone, right? Is being able to learn how to use what you have and make the best of it, right? 
And then having that mindfulness to know, wow, this is going to be amazing, right? Be mindful. Like, I know this is going to impact someone. I know this is me going to the gym, losing weight is going to impact me, right? The mindfulness is that I know I'm going to feel great about this, right? Or helping others and like, you know what? I have a full pantry and there's families that are in need. I want to go bless somebody, right? Being mindful that outside of this, outside of what you're doing, you're impacting maybe someone else's life or even your own. Or maybe you're helping someone see, oh my God, if you were able to do it, so can I. And then last but not least is self-care. Making sure that you're good, that you're not burning yourself out. You know, we, we talk about being passionate and setting goals and figuring out what makes you happy. But pushing yourself to a level where you're burning yourself out because you're seeking and seeking and seeking and can't find. Or the self-care of being happy and being contentful is taking care of yourself, getting your hair cut, right? Getting your nails done, getting your feet done, getting that massage that you need, splurging on that outfit that you want, you know? Being able to ensure that you're looking out for you to ensure that you're happy where, where you're at, right? Just making sure that that self-care is definitely part of finding that fulfillment and that contentment and being happy, right? Um, so those are things that you have to kind of look at and look for when you're in exploring some of these habits and how do I change some of the things I do, right? Removing that negative, no, I, I, I'm not good enough because I know I'm the biggest proponent of that, that sometimes I say to myself, oh, I'm so dumb. Oh, this is not for me. I'm just not good enough. I'm just not good at this, right? And I can say that between my job. I can think, say that between my life. I can say that about my hobbies. Uh, but I try to learn. And the one thing about it is even if you don't get it, use the resources you have. You know, I know I use my resources everywhere, whether that be a Google, whether it be the three young men that I have with me that constantly uh, make fun of me because I'm not with the lingo. Um, especially when it comes to sometimes when we're playing Fortnite and I'm trying to game with them and I try to speak like them and they start to laugh. So learning, right? Learning uh, from those around you and those, those that can help you from your community, right? Always look for that. Um, and, you know, incorporate those uh, habits into your daily routine uh, for, for growth and that self-fulfillment, uh, the happiness, right? Uh, whether it's eating healthy and, like I said, from the self-care, making sure that you're replenishing. Rest is another thing to look about it, right? You got to rest. You don't get enough sleep. You're going to be cranky. You're going to be angry. You're going to be whatever. You know, like sometimes I look at my video. I'm like, why is my camera auto-focusing, right? I get crazy about it. So one thing I'm doing is my short-term goal. I got to replace my camera. Uh, and I'm learning. I'm learning how to use cameras. I'm learning how to use my uh Nikon camera some of my other tools that I have to kind of learn this but it's a learning process but the self-care has to be with taking care of yourself and making sure you're good right and rest is one because that's one thing I'm trying to find in 2024 is rest because uh, I don't get enough sleep and I mind is constantly racing and what a nest what can I do what else can I do but taking care of yourself uh, is definitely on there right and then another thing that we got to look at when you're looking at fulfillment, right, and you're looking for ways to be happy and that contentment is always the negative, right? How do you navigate that negative moments, right, the challenges that come into your life? 
remember I call it the storm in the cloud. Some clouds are manageable that you can get through, and some storms take a little bit of time because you got the weather through it, right? When we think about when it's raining, do we go outside? Well, right? Sometimes we wait till the rain stops or that storm passes, and then we go about our business and we do what we need to do. So navigating those challenges, right? What we need to all remember, acknowledge is that there are challenges in everything we do. In every good thing we do, there's always going to be a challenge, right? Because someone's going to have something to say or you're going to run into an encounter and you're going to trip and fall or you're going to face uh, an obstacle or you're going to face um, a moment of a challenge where you're going to be like, okay, I see that something's trying to get in between me and my end goal, whether that be my short-term goal, right? You know, let's talk about where everybody's thing, right? You go to gym. You're doing the gym three days a week, and what happens? You cheat one day, and there goes the diet, or there goes the gym, and you start to feel bad and guilty because guess what? I decided to have a cheat day, and now it just threw all the hard work away. What you have to remember is that you get back on the horse and you ride again, right? Just because you have one cheat day and you ate pizza or you ate something that wasn't healthy enough, doesn't mean you give up on yourself, right? You get up, you get on the horse, and you hit it harder the next day. Or you go to the gym, you go, I'm going to do instead of 45 minutes, I'm going to do an hour and a half, right? You come up with ways to strategize to come up with the challenges. Um, think about with your kids, right? Think about sometimes as parents, we don't listen, right? We tend to work on our emotions when our kids are talking to us. And when we start to set the goals of being a better listener or being a better parent, sometimes we screw it up because in the moment we get caught by surprise and we respond instead of just listening and being like, maybe they just wanted to tell me something. I just needed to sit back and listen instead of being uh, mommy or daddy who fix it all, right? Or mommy knows best or daddy knows best. So we tend to miss the moment and we like, oh my God. And then we come downstairs and we feel guilty. And then or we go to our rooms and we feel guilty. And then we have to come back and apologize, right? Think about ways that you can strategize to overcome some of those obstacles, especially to think about life and work and relationships. What, 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 are, what are those setbacks you have, right? And I think about even relationships is um, communicating, right? You don't communicate with your partner or don't communicate and keep yourself, keep them in the know of what, what's going on. Maybe you, you're falling back behind in your finances and you need help. Speak about it. Talk to them. If you're really in a healthy relationship or you're really in something that's, um, grounded you should be able to have that conversation to be able to say look i'm struggling a little bit you know i'm maybe we don't go out this week right maybe we'll save it for the next week so that way it's not so much of you putting that pressure upon yourself to now have to keep your word but then you're putting yourself in a hole and then that goes the challenge right how do i pay my bills how do i get this done how do i pay for that because at the end of the day maybe if you would have had the conversation with your partner they would have understood and be like yeah you know what how about we stay in and we'll come and we do date night at home or we watch a movie at home instead of having to go out. Um, think about work, right? Um, challenges at work, right? You're maybe not getting it right. Maybe sometimes you're not batting a thousand, right? You're just batting 250 or 500. And a lot of the things you're doing is just not working for you, right? You know, it's how do you navigate that? Do you just stay quiet and don't tell your manager or your teammates or your boss that, hey, you know what? Maybe can you guys take this for now because I'm just having difficulty with this? Or you tend to just let whatever you're doing fail because you don't want anybody to see your weakness, right? Or anybody to know that you're just struggling with work. So think about those challenges. How do you strategize around that? How do you leverage 
the people around you, you know, and the tools that you have to kind of get you through uh, those obstacles. And I think that kind of hinders our happiness because then we get stressed. And that goes back to being in your mind. And then your mindset is like, I'm not good. Why is it that I can't ever get this done? How many of us say that? How many of us fail, fail that, right? We get to the point that we're doing so good. And then the moment, boom, we mess up on one thing. We're, we're the worst thing in the world. Like, we don't get it. We're just dumb. We're stupid. We can't get it right. I know I do that to myself all the time. So coming up with strategies to kind of overcome those obstacles and those setbacks, like how do you do it? Think about having that resiliency and sometimes learning from those moments, right? I think that's the thing is how do I make sure that I have what I need to take my partner on a date or go to the movies? How about that I listen to my kids first before I respond? Um, how I work, I can use my teammates and I think that I know it all and I should get, or get it done by myself because I'm maybe I'm going to mess up because I, maybe I don't know it all, right? Think about those things. Think about how do you um, use those, uh, those moments as learning lessons, right? And think about then how you use those, right? You tie that all into having those meaningful connections the people around you, the family, your partner, your spouse, your work, your, you know, your work friends or your friends that you have outside of your day-to-day. -day. How maintaining those relationships are so important and meaningful to you, right? Because those are things that you find joy in, right? Maybe there's a person that you can talk to that you very, have a, very close ties to and trust with everything you, you have and someone that can maybe talk you out of your own way because when you're feeling down, you're feeling like, this is never going to happen. This is never good enough. I'm never going to achieve this. Or I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to be able to buy the house now. You know? Think about those meaningful relationships that you have with people, with your family that you can sit with and be like, you know what? Maybe I need to take myself away from this thing in this moment that I, I have as a goal to reach to and something that I know is going to bring me joy, but maybe right now I'm in the middle of my storm or cloud or my challenge, or my setback, I'm going to take myself and I want to maybe spend some time with my buddies, or maybe spend some time with my kids and do something that kind of takes me away, kind of reminds me where to reflect my mind and my energy too, right? Think about those connections that you have with people to help you fulfill you, right? That it's not just getting to the end state. That end state is going to make you happy. It's going to make you feel the joy. It's going to make you feel everything you want because that's something that you're achieving from a goal. But think that during those moments of how you look for fulfilling your life, where is it that you need the reset? Where you need to go to to get the reset? Where do you need to go to figure out and remind you that that goal that I'm trying to achieve is because of this part right here, right? It's about the habits, right? Spending time with your kids, spending time with your family, spending time with your friends, uh, maybe going out for a, a dinner with your co colleagues or maybe going to a work event. Right, kind of resetting you from the things that are happening from your day to day to kind of get you to remind you of the things that help you fulfill your life. And sometimes you may not have a big group of friends. Maybe you just have one or two friends, or maybe just that one friend. Remember that relationships are very key, especially when contentment and happiness and joy, that the relationships that you have and how you maintain those relationships is part of fulfillment, right? It's part of that fulfilling of life, especially if you have relationships where they can be on the teether or shaky how do you fix those right how do you resolve that right how maybe that's part of your goal maybe it's like my goal is to maybe mend my relationship with my sibling maybe how do i do that maybe i just reach out to my siblings and say let's meet for lunch or let's go meet for coffee or let's just talk 
let's get on a FaceTime or a video chat and just I just want to talk to you guys in a conference call. Or where you may be with your spouse, maybe you're at ends about a, a decision you need to make, where you want to move or where you want to buy a house. It's taking some time for you two to reflect and say, okay, I'm, I don't, let's not talk no more about the stressful things. Let's talk about us. Let's spend time together. Let's enjoy time, right? Strengthening those relationships, especially with the kids, you know, where it could be the hectic life. Like nobody wants to listen. Nobody's cleaning their room. Nobody's doing anything. Taking the time out, maybe sitting at dinner and just laughing about those silliest things. Or maybe uh, like what I do is when I sit down with the boys and we watch a movie, they, what they call a crap talk about a movie, right? They'll talk about the movie and they just talk so much smack about it. And it takes away from everything else, right? All the noise that's going on. And we enjoy and we laugh because the things that come out of these kids' mouths sometimes is just hysterical and I just laugh about it. But it's cultivating those connections, right? Continue to feed those things that make you happy. And then you'll see like, wow, okay, I need to now, I'm going to put the energy back to where I need to get to and I'm going to focus on my eyes on the prize, right? And focus straight. And it's so impactful to have those strong bonds, especially from a social perspective, especially when you have kids and you have family and you have friends. Because sometimes we feel like we need that reset. Those are our outlets, right? To kind of go to when we're struggling to get to where we need to be, right? That short-term growth passed. That short-term goal is not achievable. I need a reset. So maintaining those strong social bonds and making those uh, relationships and continue to feed those relationships should be bringing you contentment, right? Because you enjoy spending time with these people, right? You enjoy it from a right? From the moment you meet them, you're like happy, right? You're like, oh, what's up, right? They, you, 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 all those moods that you had the moment prior to getting to them, it's all gone, and you realize that, wow, I need to be doing this more often. How many will ever say that? Like, oh man, we need to do this more often. Oh, we need to do this more often, because we tend to forget. We tend to get caught up in those um, challenges, you know, those setbacks in life that feel like we put priority over over looking at those short term, long term ways to where we get into right but then those short-term things are the things right in front of you like i said taking time away from whatever stressing you out to spend time with your family or spending to the passionate things maybe you want to go paint maybe you want to go to the gym maybe you want to do a podcast maybe you want to start designing something the things that you're passionate right put the other things on pause for a minute and then dedicate that time to yourself or maybe go get your nails done maybe go get your hair done maybe go get that haircut you wanted Maybe go buy that outfit, right, and put it on and go out to dinner and take yourself out to dinner. Or even better yet, where you and your spouse, you both pick each other's clothing, you plan a night out and you go out. Or you go on a big family dinner. Or even, heck, plan that trip that you want to go to, right? And just get away for a weekend. Ways to kind of create those meaningful relationships is kind of resetting yourself a bit um, and reaching out to the people uh, that matter to you. Uh, and we're closing on this topic. You know, I just want to recap on some key points, right? I want to focus on the strategies, right? Making sure that you're building those strategies. Think about those strategies that you want to instill in your life, ways of handling, uh, ways to be happy, right? Jot down what are those things that are kind of holding you back a little bit from joy and being content with life. Like, what are those things that you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, yeah, this is hurting me. This is not allowing me to move forward. This is not allowing me to progress with joy. This is not allowing me to progress in fulfillment. I don't feel fulfilled because I'm allowing such and such thing to happen. And it's 
changing who I am. Uh, find ways of self-care, find ways to find mindfulness, gratitude, right? Think about how you put those into your day-to-day -day life. Think of those short-term goals. Think of the ways, the things that you need to really work on that you know you can get done short-term growth if you really feel like those will be easy wins for you, right? Then think about the things that are going to take some more time. Think about those things that you feel like may require more work. Maybe help require maybe to have a therapist help you through it or a life coach. Or even, like I said, someone that you trust so much that can give you that positive uh, love or even that tough love because sometimes tough love is good love, you know? Uh, we need to sometimes feel that the way people love us sometimes is that tough love because sometimes we need to hear it. Um, and I want to kind of remind you that it's very important to continue to actively pursue that in your life, right? That fulfillment in life, that happiness. Don't ever say you're never going to find happiness. Don't ever feel like you're the dumbest person in the room or that you're dumb because you can't complete something. I know I challenge, I challenge myself every day with that. And that's something I deal with. Like sometimes I may not get it right. And I feel like, oh, here I go. I'll start talking negative upon myself. So that's one of the things I want you all to recap and take from this is to kind of always remind yourself that you're going to always have a setback. You're always going to feel like, man, I didn't get this done, but never put yourself in that mindset. Never put yourself in a mindset that you're not going to be able to accomplish it. Instead of talking negatively about yourself, laugh about it. Laugh about the setback that you're in right now. Look at the joy within the setback and say, okay, what am I doing wrong? What do I need to change? How do I change this and make it a new habit, right? Um, think of the ways that you can uh, find fulfillment in life. Create those new goals. Create those new strategies. Think about your community. Think about the relationships that you're in right now. Think about what season those relationships are in. Think about ways to figure out what do I do here. How do I start? And like I said, looking yourself in the mirror and really tell yourself, are you happy? Are you happy where you are? Are you happy in how you're feeling? Are you happy with the relationship statuses that you're in across the board? Are you happy overall with yourself? Is there anything that you're passionate about that you want to pursue, but you're holding yourself back? Are there things that you know will fulfill you, but you feel like you're in a setback and you're in a challenging moment because you don't know where to start? So this is your opportunity, right? This is your opportunity to listen to this and to really say to yourself, I'm going to start today. I'm going to figure out what I need to do. And I'm going to take the steps I need to find that fulfilling part of my life to make me happy and content. Or you could just be happy and you could be content because you're already doing all those things, right? And I applaud you for those. I applaud all those people who have found the ways. So think about the relationships then in your circle. What can you do to pass that energy and that happiness and that fulfillment that you have down to those who need it? That's a challenge, right? That's the, the call to action that I'm going to have for you guys. It's to reflect on your own lives and to take those small steps to fulfillment. And I want you all to share. If you feel like sharing, send me a message on enlamesa underscore pod at my Instagram or Mesa podcast on TikTok, or you can even email me at pod at gmail.com. I'm going to encourage you all to do what makes you happy. Start thinking about those things. 
Think about what makes you happy, what brings you joy, what passions you have that you haven't tried, and do it. Because I know I follow a lot of you guys on social media, and I see how you guys are living. And I love to see how excited you folks are and the things that you're doing. And I applaud those that are living the life to the fullest. And sometimes I live vicariously through some of you on your travels and the parties and the things that you're doing and, and the successes you have. I definitely applaud and send nothing but love to all of you who are doing that. And like I said, I live vicariously through you some, through some of your posts. So uh, thank you for showing me that motivation and for helping me push myself to knowing that if you're able to do it, I could do it too, right? But again, it's setting those goals and figuring out ways to accomplish those those things. But I definitely, like I said, invite you to share your insights and experiences with the rest of the podcast community, right? So if you follow me and you follow my page, share it, share your thoughts, share your opinions, share your insights. Uh, like I said, my opinions and my insights are only my own and my experiences, but I definitely would love to listen and hear everything that you guys have to say, and maybe it'll help someone else that's probably following you listening uh, through their journey as well. Again, I want to thank you all for joining me in my podcast. I want to thank you all for following. Thank you for liking. Thank you for the comments. Again, I do this because... I hope to reach someone. I hope that someone can connect through my message. We have a ton of other episodes coming soon. We have uh, special hosts coming in to kind of talk through some things about spirituality. We're going to start looking at, you know, how do we get in touch with our own spiritual sense? Uh, how do we heal from those things? It's going to be a lot of good things, a lot of fun. Um, a lot of panel discussions coming up, meeting with some entrepreneurs. But I want to thank you all, all of you who follow me and post and comment. Thank you. I do this as a hobby and I love it and it's exciting but I want to thank you again I don't know how many times I can thank you but thank you so much uh, I express my gratitude love for you next episode is going to be really cool probably going to have a little bit of fun uh, with the boys in the minds of some teenage boys and talking about some of the things so that'll be a little bit of enjoyment but like I said thank you until next time in la mesa Peace.